my fellow Americans, it is time to take our freedom back. back welcome back john good to have you back man yes sir it's good to be back good good you got lots for us today here yeah um today's gonna be a powerpoint presentation on how these uh mrna gene therapy vaccines they call them are uh, destroying people's immune systems and this is we're going to be looking at some some uh, numbers and some videos and if you got a weak stomach you might not want to watch this one to be honest um because it's it's the evidence is is showing that um basically if you've been the the more vaccines you have the uh the worse off your immune system is going in the major negative direction and um you know so i'm gonna put it all together and then we'll sit around and talk about it but yeah we're gonna go over some pretty serious stuff with this powerpoint presentation and um it's it's real stuff and uh i'm gonna give all the links uh at the bottom this is a real serious podcast so i'm gonna give all the links to all the information that i'm putting out there so um for you guys listening you can do your own research on it and look into it yourself and at least verify what i'm saying is uh true so, so this one probably won't stay on Facebook very long. No, don't even post it. <laughs> it's going it's to be an instant pull. Yeah. <laughs> straight in YouTube. Straight to Mountaintop Media, this one goes. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, go ahead and play that pers- first video. Um, that holds it together and it allows it to stay 100% in that structure that's present on the surface of the virus. The shape of the coronavirus spike protein before the virus meets our cells is what triggers the most protective antibody response. So Keith must make the spike protein in the lab, locking it into exactly the same shape by adding another protein that acts a bit like a clamp. And that protein is a tiny fragment of HIV. Okay, so what we got here is a BBC um, on the BBC television broadcast station. They they're they're basically telling you that yes, we put HIV inserted into the vaccine. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> that's pretty interesting uh, that they just come out and say, oh. Uh, yeah, we just we just put a little fragment of HIV in the vaccine. No big deal. I um, I heard I heard that a while ago. Remember that uh, the Chinese virologist early on that was on Tucker and boy they swept her under the rug in a hurry. But I remember her talking about that the HIV. Well, there there was uh, there was there was scientists out of India that came out and said, "Hey, look, this is four different." bioweapons stacked together with the HIV delivery system and yeah. then they their funding got uh threatened to be taken away and then they came out and says oh we we actually we were wrong but um there's people like Dr. Francis Boyle who you know is one of the top scientists in the world he made the anti bio global terrorism uh 
bill through the its United Nations treaty that basically made it illegal illegal to do gain of function type um, research that they do anyways, and they say that they're doing it to create a vaccine. That's how they kind of get our, away with it. But um, I mean, there's been top level scientists um, that have been talking about this um, for for since the very beginning of even even the actual um, the actual virus itself you know of covid is what I'm talking about but right. not only is HIV uh, delivery system part of covid but it's also part of the vaccine as well um, go ahead and play that that second video I'm just gonna kind of back up what I'm talking about here with a little more uh, information here there's a long time ago i'm going back in time back i believe it was in june of uh 2021 um they halted 500 million doses of um astrazeneca vaccines because uh that people were getting false positives for hiv after they're getting vaccinated but anyways go ahead and play that really wanted for Christmas was a local vaccine, but... The University of Queensland vaccine um, will not be able to proceed. 50 million planned doses scrapped after triggering false positive results for HIV. As in science, things don't always go right. It's certainly a tough day for the, for the team. The UQ vaccine applied a molecular clamp closing the coronavirus spikes using an HIV protein which falsely triggered infection markers. Everybody who had the vaccine uh, did show some level of false positive result. One of them, Mel Stott. I can totally understand where they're coming from, but I still have no concerns about my health or anybody else's health. The vaccine was proving effective in trials and the participants were at no risk, but... The risk to vaccine confidence... Go, go ahead and turn it off now, Dustin. I, that's enough to prove my point. I'm just... I mean, there's another video where the government of Australia is talking about how... HIV um, is part of the vaccine, and how do you put HIV in the vaccine? And then you test positive for HIV, and they even admit every single person that got tested, uh, that got vaccinated, tested positive for HIV. You know, I mean, it's just like every time a, a PCR test that even the inventor says it wasn't made to test for coronaviruses, um, you know, and you can ramp it up from 28 to uh, 40 cycles, you can, you can test positive for any kind of genetic material. And that's always, that, that, that information was used to push this pandemic. But then when you put HIV in the vaccine and you vaccinate somebody and they test positive for HIV, it's a false positive. It's false positive, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... Well, I don't understand. Yeah. So it just gives the same marker as HIV in test, but doesn't actually... Is that because there are no symptoms? I mean, what, what qualifies it as a false positive? They Just because the media and politicians say it is. <laughs> that's, I mean, let's follow... That's, listen. What I, that's what it seems like, but... Yeah, well, I mean... You know, you can look at this thing from different perspectives, but one thing you can't argue with is that they, they're putting this HIV delivery system in the vaccine. Um, so the next thing we're going to go over is... What um, could possibly go wrong with that? Um, this is official data from the public health of Scotland. Um, this is government data. This isn't something I made in, in my basement. I don't have a basement, but just... 
as a joke. But yeah, go go ahead and uh, pull up that fourth deal here. All right, so um, you could just kind of leave the headline up, and I'll go over some of the facts here, uh, some of the details. Um, and and like I said, I'm going to leave uh, these links um, with the the actual podcast, so you can. You can look them up on Mountaintop Media. All the uh, the links will be right there. You can go ahead and do all this research. Like I said, this is official data from the Public Health of Scotland. Confirms the vaccine vaccinated populations have accounted for four in five COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths over the past two months. Okay, so. I'm just going to go over a couple of the numbers here. I'm not going to go over everything because it's going to take a while, okay, um, to cover everything. We've only got so much time here. Between, but please do dig into this yourself and do some deeper research on this. It's definitely worth looking into. Um, But this is some pretty scary data here. Um, Between the 11th of December and January 7th, of this year, the unvaccinated population accounted for 15% of cases, but Fast forward one month and we find that between the 8th of January and the 4th of February, the unvaccinated only accounted for 13% of the cases, despite the huge rollout of the third dose of the third doses to millions in December. So as and and you'll see the trend that happens as they roll more vaccines out and more people get vaccinated, the more hospitalizations are people who the more people are vaccinated, the more likely they are to get COVID test positive and be hospitalized and die. Okay, so the vaccinated population accounted for 85% of the cases between the 11th of December and January 22nd, with 9% of those cases amongst the one dose vaccinated Okay. Is that worldwide, John, or is this that- is this is uh, Scotland? Just in Scotland. Yes, okay. this is we're talking about uh, data coming out of Scotland. Yes, so the vaccinated population accounted for eighty-five percent of the cases between the eleventh of December and the seventh of January. Okay, with nine percent of those cases among the one doses. Okay, so of that eighty-five percent, nine percent of those cases were among people who had a single dose okay 32 percent of those cases were among the triple vaccinated okay so the triple vaccinated were actually more protected than the double vaccinated at this point in time and 59 percent of those cases among the double vaccinated okay fast forward one month and we'll find out the vaccinated accounted for 87 percent of the cases with the one dose vaccinated accounting for 4% of those cases, the double vaccinated accounting for 33% of those cases, and the triple vaccinated accounting for 63% of the cases. So you'll see the flop right there because once they got their their uh, booster shot, it gives them a short amount of protection. But then after that, but the, even, even then, right after you get your booster, there's the people that were unvaccinated or single dose were much less likely to get COVID die from COVID or get hospitalized from COVID. Okay. So I'm going to say that again, fast forward one month and the vaccinated accounted for 87% of the cases, one dose vaccinated, one dose vaccinated accounting for 4% of those cases, the double vaccinated accounting for 33 and the triple vaccinated accounting for 30, 63% of those cases. Okay. 
Hospitalizations among the triple vaccinated increased by 88% to 1,430 compared to 762 in December. So just in one month, there was an 88% increase in hospitalizations, okay? Between the 11th of December and the 7th of January, the same time we are talking about before, now we're just talking about hospitalizations, okay, versus cases is what we were talking about before. Um, They accounted for 25%, I'm sorry, the unvaccinated accounted for 25% of the hospitalizations, but fast forward one month and we'll find during that same time frame, the unvaccinated accounted for 19.5% of the hospitalizations, even though they rolled out the third dose to millions of people in the population. Okay, so the vaccinated population accounted for 75% of the hospitalizations between the 11th of December and January 7th, with 7% of the hospitalizations among the one-dose vaccinated, 46% of them among the triple vaccinated, and 47% of those hospitalizations among the double vaccinated. So it was about even. If you were single jab, 7%. Double jabbed, uh, 47%. Triple jabbed, 46% of the people that were uh, went into the hospital with COVID that were hospitalized. Fast forward one month, and we'll find that the vaccinated accounted for 80.5% of the hospitalizations, with one dose vaccinated accounting for 6%, okay? Double vaccinated accounted for 26% and triple vaccinated accounted for 68%. Okay, so you see how as time goes on, whether it's cases, deaths, hospitals, we'll we'll get into the deaths here in a little bit. Okay, this doesn't make sense if the COVID-19 vaccines were effective because because the people that were getting the triple dose is what all the, the powers that be are telling us. You're more protected. Oh, you just didn't get enough vaccines. But Obviously, they're making up the majority of these people that are being hospitalized are the actual triple vaccinated. Okay, now let's get into deaths. Deaths rose from 40 among the triple vaccinated between the 4th of December and the 31st of December um, to a concerning 238 between the 1st of January and January 22nd, okay? So that's a 495% increase in deaths compared to just a 30% increase in deaths among the unvaccinated. So the unvaccinated did, there was some higher deaths during that time, but that rose, so maybe there were some waves of COVID going around and basically uh, the unvaccinated had a 30% increase in deaths, okay? The vaccinated had a 495% increase in deaths during that same time frame. Okay. Between the 4th of December and the 31st of December, the unvaccinated population accounted for 19% of the deaths. But fast forward one month and we'll find out um, from the 1st of January to the 28th of January, the unvaccinated only accounted for 14% of the deaths despite a huge rollout of the third dose uh, to millions in December. Okay, the vaccinated population accounted for 81% of the deaths between the 4th of December and the 31st of December. 
with 9% of those deaths among the one-dose vaccinated, 21% among the triple vaccinated, and 70% of those deaths were among the double vaccinated. But fast forward one month, and you'll start to see a trend here, okay? Um, The vaccinated accounted for 86% of the deaths, with one-dose vaccinated accounting for 4%. So single-dose vaccine accounted for 4% of those deaths. The double vaccinated accounted for 32% of those deaths, and the triple vaccinated accounted for 64% of those deaths. Okay? You guys see a trend going on here. Um, let's just stop there. I that's That should be enough. I mean, so as time goes on... Um, Obviously, you're you're seeing a trend that where if you're single vaccinated, I mean, we're talking four percent versus thirty two percent versus sixty four percent, sixty five percent. I mean, the obviously the as more time goes on and these vaccines are destroying people's immune systems, they're more prone to getting sick, they're more prone to getting hospitalized, and they're more prone to dying. And this is the opposite of what. Everybody's telling us they're just saying, "Oh, well, you just need a booster shot, or you need another booster shot, depending on what country you're in." Well, so at first they said that if you get vaccinated, you you won't get COVID and you won't be able to spread it, and then they had to shift their their line of BS to, um, well, you could still get it, but you just won't get it as bad. You have a way better chance of living. But these numbers are showing just the opposite of that. So not only not only does the vaccine not work, but it also at the same time cripples cripples your immune system is what it, yeah. I mean by those numbers. Well, and it's kind of wild too. I mean, after you kept reading it, I kind of grew used to the uh, terminology, but like double vaccinated and all the, the stacking too. I mean, who knows the health effects of the vaccines that some of us all took younger we kept getting them over and over in a short period of time oh man you know it's just a a hammering of these shots because to say triple vaccinated and then still die from the thing you're getting vaccinated from it's like complete insanity to me i i just i get stuck there i don't even have to go much further you know (laughs) to go what's going on here let me need to do a, a hard reset on this whole thing but do you know uh is scotland using the same definition for vaccinated were two shots then you know not until 15 days later or whatever you know i'm not sure if they follow the same uh guidelines as here in the u.s to where technically you're not um but here in the u.s really all they have is vaccinated and unvaccinated so they're definitely at a higher level of of giving you more transparent information because at least you know if someone got a single vaccine a double vaccine or they've had their booster and been triple vaccinated, you know. So it seems to be a lot more transparent because here in the U.S. it's just vaccinated or unvaccinated, right. you know. So, and um, they're not adding the booster to that definition, right? To be vaccinated, we don't know if they're. Oh, I haven't looked that up um, to see I, if because they, they changed it already pretty, once, so I could see them changing those parameters to fit the agenda that's being played here the game being played well, he, these numbers they're just basically going straight off whether it's been one two or three yeah 
We don't know right. if like the ones that are single jabbed or I'm sure there's a percentage of them that were Johnson and Johnson, but some were probably people that were like, that, that like, was a small percentage of the vaccines. Most yeah. of them were uh, Pfizer. Pfizer was the number one, Moderna number two, uh, Johnson and Johnson was probably number three with AstraZeneca, you know, yeah. uh, after that one. But, um, um, you know, here in the U.S., if you've had a single dose, you don't even, unless it was the Johnson & Johnson, it doesn't even, you're you're technically unvaccinated. So they definitely are, are you know, have better data than, than we do. Yeah. Yeah, there was some people that I heard, you know, they got their first dose and got asthma attacks and all this stuff, got real sick, and then they got better just in time to go get it again. And then they got sick again. I'm like, what is going on? What is going through people's heads? Well, you know, and then, you know, you die from it. And then, uh, and then they go, well, you know, good thing I got vaccinated or I would have died harder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have a hard time joking about it today. I've got anyways. Um, so there, Moderna is coming out with a, a, an MRNA HIV vaccine. How's the timing of that? I mean, they, they just got a crystal ball. All these people are going to have eight. We need to come up with an HIV. Go ahead and pull that that next link up. So same, we'll same technology, but it's to prevent HIV. mRNA gene therapy, yeah. So Moderna launches clinical trials for HIV vaccine. Isn't that convenient? I mean, first they give you a vaccine that's got HIV in it, and then they come out with another mRNA gene therapy vaccine to uh, help protect you from hiv wait i gotta read this line just real quick yeah it says uh it uses the same kind of mrna technology found in moderna's successful yeah success (laughs) (laughs) i mean shit i guess you gotta laugh every once in a while you know so so there you go there okay let me let me uh get on to the next thing this is this is gonna really this is the part where if you've got a weak stomach, you're not going to want to watch it. But, okay, go ahead on to that video. This is, uh, let me explain it before you hit play. This is dark-filled microscopy. Okay, these are scientists in Germany. The camera never stops. There's no, it literally, they, they, take, they took four vaccinated people and four unvaccinated people, and they prick a little prick of blood. They put it on a slide. They put it under the dark-filled uh, microscope. Um, they use the same lenses. This, I mean, every it's right here. The camera never goes off. There's there's no BS with this. Okay, and I, I we're gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and hit play, and um, we're gonna just look at the difference between unvaccinated and vaccinated blood. We're only gonna look at two of them. Um, I will leave a link for this also, and you can watch. This is a 50 minute video. We don't have time to watch the whole thing. It's it's uh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty long, but we're just going to compare uh, vaccinated versus unvaccinated blood. Go ahead. And you see it. It's the first blood entnahme gefertigt and the blood untersucht von einem Probanden, der aktuell ungeimpft ist. For you, those of you that are listening, they're the little prick there, got a little drop of blood, put it on the slide. Now they're putting it underneath. Um, the dark field microscope, which projects it onto the computer screen. Sie habt schon gehört, das dumme Feldmikroskop muss jetzt natürlich alles eingestellt werden, damit das alles gut zu erkennen ist. And you'll see what a normal person's blood looks like. Um, with dark field microscopy, you can um, 
You can see a lot of things. You can tell a lot about somebody with this by looking at their blood. Pretty interesting. Um, All right, looks like normal, healthy blood to a certain degree. I mean, we all deal with some oxidative stress and some of us drink too much and do stuff like that, eat bad food, but most people's blood looks somewhat similar. Doesn't look like some alien injected you with something. Okay, you can go ahead and uh, fast forward to um, 16 minute mark. We'll just go to the first person. Okay, right there. Show them prick the blood just so you can see it's a real person, real blood. Go straight on. Okay, now we have someone who's vaccinated with Moderna. Um, like I said, in this test, they do four and four, but we're only going to look at one and one because it's all the same. All the unvaccinated people's blood looks very similar and all the vaccinated people's blood looks very, very different. You don't have to be an expert on this to realize that there is a huge difference here. It's not even it's not even close. So you can see the difference The people that are getting their blood worked on the vaccinated ones, every single one of them in here, they saw what the regular blood looks like and they are ready to hyperventilate. So if you're listening, the first uh, image had just like small, you know, look like just cells rolling around. This looks like just a bunch of coagulated plasma. Doesn't look very alive at all. Hardly any movement. No color variation. Bio slime. Yeah, they're calling them tubes. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it looks alien. You go ahead and uh, turn it off here. We could, like I said, this is a fifty-minute-long deal. All four subjects on both sides are are they both look pretty similar, but um, you know there was experts coming out and warning um, you know about getting vaccinated and how it destroys your blood. There was doctors that have come out and said that hey uh, one shot of this is going to give you 40% damage to your immune system two shots is going to be 60 three shots is going to be 80% and you start to look at like those DMED uh, statistics that we were looking at with the military um, a couple podcasts ago and you can see how you know cancers 300% um, you know some stuff was all neurological disorders 1100 something percent some stuff was up in the 2000s uh, 2000, yeah. Percentiles. Was, yeah, you know, that was with, uh, high blood pressure, hypertension. High, yeah, yeah, hypertension. Yeah, yeah um, that was in the DMED stats, yeah. Okay, so I'm kind of making my case here, showing that they're destroying our immune system here. And, uh, you know, we got Moderna coming out with an HIV vaccine. Um, this Go ahead and pull up the next article. Um, there was a Malaysia Airlines crash that had over 100 experts that were flying um 
to the Global AIDS Conference. Okay, this is right on time. This is not some conspiracy uh, website. Okay, so there's a whole lot of coincidences. Okay, so a hundred people traveling to the Global AIDS Conference in Australia were on board the Malaysia Airlines flight that crashed and killed 298 people in eastern Ukraine. Okay. The researchers, health workers, and activists were on their way to the International AIDS Conference in Melbourne. Among the victims planning to attend was a Dutch national... We go in here, but these guys are top AIDS researchers, former International AIDS Society presidents, uh, uh, the spokesman for the World Health Organization, former BBC journalists. Okay, so... I mean, I can't prove anything, but isn't that a heck of a coincidence? All this information is coming out about vaccine-induced AIDS. They're creating vaccines for AIDS uh, or HIV, and they're—I mean, the 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 HIV is in the vaccines, um, uh, and, and we have the—and all of a sudden, all these uh, AIDS experts just happen to die in a plane crash. I'm just saying. You, and you, did any? Did you guys see that on the news or read anything about it? No. Yeah. Nope. Anyways, uh, there you go. Um, pull, <laughs> pull up the next one. Sorry, guys. I just got one more, and then we can sit here and talk. Um, so I'm sure you guys saw the Moderna CEO deleted their uh, Twitter account. Did you guys see that? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So the Moderna CEO uh, deleted his Twitter account. It says two days ago, but this is this is a little bit older now. It's been a couple weeks now. Um, Okay, then he pulled out four hundred million worth of his own stock. Four hundred million. Okay, then the, uh, one of the co-founders of Moderna pulled out one point five billion of stock in their vaccine. So, anyways, um, that was kind of an, another coincidence. I wonder what kind of information's coming out that. Uh, Makes them think their stock's going to go down so hardcore. Uh, go, you go ahead and you can pull that off. I made my point, and that's that's everything I have on that subject for for this podcast. But what do you guys think? It's a lot to track. Nobody's really keeping track of all that stuff. And I kept rolling through my mind. The biggest thing is the similarity of COVID and AIDS, HIV. You know, came from monkeys or something like kind of this non-substantiated source and then now it's that's the very same virus is being used now in synthesized dna projects basically you know it's like well there's your trail you know and the same thing now wet market is like well there's a lot of implications there so well the delivery system of hiv works really well they say is why it's highly contagious so that was part of the reason that they used it i guess that that, that was what i heard anyway but yeah makes it highly contagious and it also yep. makes it hard to get rid of it and, yep. it and it can keep coming back on you yeah well and then what happens as time goes on you know all these people that are just keep getting jabs are going to start going away i mean are they well, going to have the next fix because there'll be a new issue and then you know we've said it before here doesn't go away just more and more jabs but yeah i mean the 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 problem with that is is that 
even if you're getting jab, 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 you got to start looking at ADE, you know, where you're looking at antibody dependent enhancement. And, you know, you could have an allergic reaction um, when you actually get the, the jab. I mean, that can all of a sudden that can be the one that you have an allergic reaction to or when you keep getting these boosters, 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 and then you run into the real uh, COVID, um, you know, you can have an allergic reaction and just have be way worse off. But So giving it to kids, I don't think we should do that. No. I think Newsom should maybe drop that. Yeah. I, I, I guess <laughs> in uh, I was reading in Arizona, they're saying that uh, five years old, um, you, you, have cons- you can give your own consent to uh, – get a vaccine at five years old at five i don't know what it is in uh california my kids aren't in they're supposed school, to but. they're trying to lower it to 12 yeah um i know that's part of the bills 16 the right now i think right now i'm not sure the age now i'm pretty sure 18 i thought they can get an abortion at 14 without parental consent that passed a while ago yeah yeah i, I heard and i didn't look into this too far but i heard you can get a sex change at 12 years old you can get a gender uh, reassignment surgery, yeah. but I'm at least getting an abortion. I know you can do that pretty much at, I don't know if it's 12 years old. Yeah. It's all, it's all pointing towards that issue of choice. We've got to have a choice in this thing. And for those that just simply said, well, this is experimental. I'll take my really good odds of surviving from COVID and not take any of these shots to, to give it some time. We just have to keep that intact here in America for sure. And, and you know, they're trying to fight for that in other places. But, man, that I mean, they're pushing back hard. They're, they're already labeling us, you know. There's stuff going on in the background where they're starting to use that Department of Homeland Security recategorizing of how you get flagged, you know, and they start watching you a little bit tighter. It doesn't have to be that much anymore. So yeah, it's February just this 7th. slow encroachment in all these different veins, you know. Go ahead. Yeah, what were you say? Oh no, I was just, uh, on February seventh. The uh, the DHS put a bulletin out, basically saying that if you question the government in any way, really, they said if you question uh, voter fraud, if you believe that the official COVID narrative isn't true, if you question that kind of stuff, that you're basically a domestic terrorist. I was. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm on the terrorist side of things nowadays. If if yeah. you if you believe in freedom of thought and difference of opinion and question the official narrative that's crammed down your throat from the mainstream media and the corrupt politicians, then I guess you are a terrorist now. And um, you know, so anyways, uh I think that's just gonna push people towards freedom and liberty, you know, even more because I think people are so fed up, they're just like you know, they, what are they going to do if everybody, you know, stands up against this in, in a in a peaceful, nonviolent way? I mean, and just resist it. You know, um, what are they going to do? They they can't stop everybody. It's only if you stand by yourself that you're going to be squished like a bug. But well, I think you got to you got to know there's going to be some tough times when you do it. I mean, like the truckers up in Canada right now. Yeah, you man. know, they're they just need to call his bluff. He, he can't he can't do all the things he's threatening them with. You know, he can pick and choose hit a minority here and there but if they stand together you know support each other you got a yeah. buddy who's who's uh just got his bank account blocked man help a guy out until until you can bust this thing up but they can break it yeah the truck drivers can they can break this thing so 
They can. Did you guys see the video of, uh, uh, well, anyways, the loggers? I guess the loggers up in Canada are freaking pissed, man. And they're <laughs> saying they're just about done working. They're like, you ain't seen nothing yet. They're like, the, I mean, they weren't talking smack on the truckers, but the loggers were saying like, they're, they're like, they said they're gonna. It's even gonna be on on the next level of uh, resisting tyranny. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, people are fired up up there. Well, the log truck drivers are the truck drivers that aren't house broke yet. <laughs> so yeah. I, have a, I have a lot of friends that are loggers, and you want them on your team. For oh sure. heck yeah, man! They're freaking tough. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, well, we're on. We're past by a little bit here, but that was great, John. That was awesome information. Yeah, sorry to be all doom and gloom, but I feel like this information isn't being, you know, put out there by the mainstream media, and it's scary stuff, you know. And uh, you know, it's. Uh, I, I don't like to be the bearer of of bad news you know this it's 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 hard for me i i really um you know there's people i know who um you know i have family members and and a lot of friends and and uh there's probably a lot of people that you know hate me for this but you know the information is is there and as time goes on it's just that much more solid that you know there's there's definitely something going on with the immune systems um you know of of uh people that are getting vaccinated so my advice is if you've gotten vaccinated don't do any more do what you can to boost your immune system up um you know looking at that scotland uh data from public health you know it shows that you know the single dose vaccinated people were not that affected double were you know affected pretty good and then you start getting into you know the third shots and that's definitely i think where you start um, you know, your immune system really starts getting compromised. So just uh, talk, if you know somebody who's hasn't done it yet, if your job's trying to course you into it, you know, I, all I got to say is, man, just this, you got we we got to stand up against this um, and don't get another one. Don't take it. Um, beg your loved ones, beg your friends to just stay strong um, whether you're, I don't think that a job is, is worth, uh, compromising your health and anybody who's been in a bad situation with health, they can, uh, definitely tell you that there's nothing more important than, um, than your health. Well, and don't think more boosters aren't coming because they are coming. They're or the fix to what right these the boosters are doing or yep. the next, yeah, there's more coming. It hasn't stopped. No. So. These governments are positioning um you know i know the united states and canada and a lot of other countries they're they're ordering years worth of vaccines ahead of time because they're everybody's expecting this to just be an annual money-making revenue system and um you know an, another aspect we didn't really get to get into but um you know it's it's interesting how many politicians um own stock in these vaccine companies, you know, and the kickbacks uh, that they get and the influence that these vaccine companies um, have on the news. I mean, if you watch um, the news, it's like sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Pfizer. It's insane. It's like we're supposed to listen to a news agency tell us what reality is about something that's bought and paid for by the same people that they're reporting on, you yeah. know. Um, so anyways, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, mountaintop media, rumble, 
you can see everything we do. We finally got our website, I think, like really dialed in. Um, so everything that we do, uh, Sovereign Minds, uh, Jefferson State of Mine, um, Red, White, and Blueprint, it's all on Mountaintop Media, mountaintopmedia.com. Um, you can also find us on uh, Rumble, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and, um, you know, share this um, with with people if you can. Try to get this information out there so people can see it. All right. Thanks, guys.